such an asshole. Good morning, children. It's early morning, Cappy. I'm getting these done in the morning so I can go and do fun things in the day. And a uh, guy had paid for two originals, and I did two originals. Just I'm not providing excuses, sir. But I never sent him down. Like, oh, here's your originals. I just did two originals. So I'm going to do two new originals that are ideas that I've had because uh, this man is being patient. And one of them I want to talk about is your three futures. <clears throat> and I don't mean to say, you, hey, kids, don't do drugs. Otherwise, there's three paths you're going to take. It has nothing to do with that. What confused me back in the day was, as an economist, I could show people empirical fact like and not because they were right or wrong or we're having a debate but we'd be talking about a future typically their future i'm like well if you do that you know that that's not going to happen and no one would listen even to this day i I was just talking to a colleague a friend of mine yeah my daughter's gonna go to college and you know i gotta ask you know i just gotta ask the guys say What's your daughter going to go and study? Photography. And I, I won't lie. It's a little bit like you just punched me in my face and you're a friend of mine. Like, did you do like it, it'd be like you're a not just a doctor, but a cardiologist or a, a lung doctor. And he's one of your good friends. And you, you, the doctor friend of yours says, what do you do? I decided to pick up smoking. I'm like, is she also going to plan on being a fat, blue-haired bitch pain in the ass? What, is she going to tat her face up? What, what else is she going to do? <laughs> and um, whether it's that particular case or another, then then comes the, the not English words. <laughs> which means the I effed up. And she ain't listening to empiricism, reality, in fact. <clears throat> and and, and I, here I am, you know, with the facts. This isn't an opinion. You're a complete freaking idiot to either major in photography or have, or you're going to pay for your child's degree in photography. And, I'm like, and I just got like, why? Why, man? Why? You know, this is stupid. This, this... Don't hit your hand with the hammer. Don't don't play with the rattlesnake. I don't know how many other analogies you want. Don't fuck the fat chick. What what do you All right. And so I and then I figured it out from a different angle. We talk about the the easy way, the hard way, and the really hard way, and how there is no easy way, it's just the really hard way, masking itself as the easy way because you're going to waste all your time and effort on this easy thing that is just no way in hell going to pay off. But it's from a different angle. And so let me, we'll, we'll kind of do a, not Ichabod Crane, what was the the ghost of three Christmas past three? No, the Christ, Christmas past president fee. We're going to got to do that. But we're going to view your futures. We're going to have three futures <clears throat> based on the futures that you choose or you're presented and which one, which path you're tempted to go down, right? So first, especially in America, 
especially in America, and why the first link below is a link to my course, The Dad You Never Had, because dad wasn't, here's a perp, did I not just tell, he's a friend of mine, present but absent father, okay? You are not told the truth by your parents. Unless you're lucky enough to have like some old school America, old school parents or Asian parents, like, no, you're going to become a doctor. <laughs> oh, that's not very fair. I'm my own. You are a 16 year old idiot. You will shut the fuck up and you will become a doctor or a dentist or an engineer. <laughs> All right. But outside of that, outside of Asian parents and the two or three American parents that might have their heads out of their ass, everyone lies to you. And the lie is that you could do whatever you want. Whatever whatever platitudes they say, follow your heart and the money will follow. It doesn't matter what you do, what you get your degree in. It matters what you do with it. If you study what you love, you won't work a day in your life. Like, why don't you suck some other rich man's dick while he buys you a McMansion, you truly worthless whore? Just shut up, Becky. <clears throat> Which we all know empirically doesn't lead to what you leads to disaster, leads to destruction. So we have an entire generation of millennials that I wouldn't say need a student loan bailout, but are, re are requesting one. All right, but that's that's the future you are told since you are a little little child, reinforced by the media and uh, 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 government and teachers and professors and move all of it. All of it. And it's a future you believe in. Why would you not believe it? Your parents told you this. The adults told you this. I'm kicking around writing a book about the adults. <clears throat> Just how truly stupid they are. But neither here nor there, even if that future is very, very statistically unlikely to come true, you as a little child believe in it. I believed, you know, they told us that, well, you could do anything. That's America. I'm like, I can do anything? Yeah, you can. It was either nuclear engineering or economics. I'm like, well, boy, it's a really tough choice. I liked economics more. I'm just going to banking, maybe, or, you know, I'll help people. People. And so I, I was a victim of this. I was an idiot. <clears throat> and so I, like many young people, and nearly all of them, invested in a future that they were lied to about. They were lied to. Right? Now, at some point in time, the bullshit starts to fall off of the lies that your parents, your teachers, the media, all of, all of society, the adults, which encaptures all of them, it starts to, you start to see cracks. You start to see uh, a breaking in the foundation. <clears throat> and this usually happens when you get out of college. Okay, I got straight A's. I did what I was supposed to do. I tolerated all this bullshit from 5 to 22, sometimes 24. Now, where's my freaking, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, living wage job. Where is the job that after pissing away all my youth on what you people told me to do, I followed the rules. Now, where's I think and I and everyone, every young person, Democrat, Republican, socialist, capitalist, apolitical, whatever your stripe or variety, every young person today has every right 
to grab pitchforks and torches and be very upset. I can't advocate certain actions, but you have every right to be pissed off <clears throat> because you're like, wait a minute. I invested basically two decades of my life, all of my youth doing what you said. Now, where's the payoff? And then your parents, whatever. It's just, you know, when in our day, we had to send out a hundred resumes. I don't know why rent's 2000 a month. Go vote for some more free money. See what happens. You just got to keep on trying. Well, maybe you're fishing in the wrong hole. None of which helps you. None of which puts food on the table. None of which helps you afford a $2,000 a month, one-bedroom apartment anywhere near close to your office. None of which helps you pay off your student loans. Now, at this point in time, you got to figure out like, hey, some there's a turd in the punch bowl. Yes, there is. I got the wrong information. And here, even here, I'm a little bit sympathetic where I can understand why some millennials are still doubling down a master's degree doctorate. It's the, the Republicans and the Senate's fault. And there's no there's no limit to the number of people who will who will tell you a lie as to why the future you were lied to about has never manifested and come true. Oprah and Monte Day, oh, you have you don't have your prince charming because men suck and they're part of the patriarchy. <laughs> the economy's not good because of the Republicans. The economy's not good because of the Democrats. <laughs> but it's whether or not you're going to wake up, take the red pill. I mean, in a a grander sense, not just as it pertains to dating. Hey, now I'm getting a little less patient. As the generations go on, where it's like you have the internet, you have an alternative. In, in my day, it, we didn't have the internet. I mean, we did, but it was there was no alternative. Like, yeah, worthless degrees. Yeah, boomers don't know shit. Bankers are scum. Everything's a lie. We didn't have that up on the internet. Now you do. You got it plastered on a digital billboard, and there is some progress being made. Some younger people are graduating. Like, yeah, my degree is worthless, and they're burning it. Or some, even some of the younger people, boys are dropping out of college, not because there's a crisis of boys, but because boys are intelligent or a higher percentage of them happen to be like, I'm not doing that. F that. I want to go. I, I pay attention to the news. <clears throat> but the point is, you need to fit, you, you need to realize that the future you were told you were going to have was a lie. And you have to give up that future. And that's where I think most people, that I have ran into a problem with currently and in my past, because that was in my past, the age group I was hanging out with, is that they have to go from this glorious promise to a horrible reality. And that's why if you looked at the the meme that I posted, the may-may on the thumbnail, the reality is this woman just looking at a computer. That's the reality. And you're either going to believe that reality, future number two, <clears throat> is the reality that you at still at this point could have. It's not, it's not guaranteed that's going to be your reality. You have to choose to say, oh, I majored in journalism, and I, let's use a woman as an example, and I'm, I'm a boss girl. And I'm, I believe in the big is beautiful. And, I'm, and my Prince Charming is just around. By the time your epiphany age phase, 
by the time you're 31, 32, you're fully acutely aware. You've, you've been out of college a while. You know life ain't going the way you were promised it would. And you get a choice to say, all right, I got to be more empirical. I got to figure out. An alt- I got to reassess. <clears throat> oh, this is what I got to do. And we all know what the reality future is. Your new future is you got to work until you're dead or not till you're dead. But you got to work hard. You got to work in a field that pays. You have to get a skill. Now you got to go back to college or trade school or whatever. Get a real skill. Go out and work. Save your money and make up for all the lost time that the boomers and modernly Gen X and millennial parents are telling you kids about the lies and the propaganda and all that other stuff. And at that point, it's a very hard pill to swallow. And this is where I've ran into where I I guess from my old school philosophical days of being an economist, like, no, like we got to stop this now. Well, there ain't going to be an economy in the future. I don't mean it will be economic collapse, but we are going to be a crap shit country, which for the most part we've become. I mean, not a lot of you are happy, right? Well, what we're on a third generation of now where you can go and, you know, like you think it's an episode of fame or saved by the bell or friends. Like, we just do whatever we want. Oh, why, why is gas so expensive? <clears throat> and I, and then I figured it out because if you went up to me when I was, tw- heck, you could even told me at 25, Aaron, the best thing for you to do would be to join the military. Now just go in, take your lumps. And, and I'd be like, no, dude, I just spent my entire youth busting my ass off. I am an exceptional economist. I'm an outstanding analyst. Do you see my grades? Do you see how much I put it? I worked full time, went to school. Are you kidding me? In my mind at that time, I would have been like, this is just bad luck. And that's what I thought. It wasn't until I was 36 that I got out of banking. Was that 18 years? Because even I believed it. Maybe I was a little bit more empirical. Like a finance degree should work. This should banking is a huge part. Finance is a huge part of the economy. It's very important. It wasn't until the financial crisis hit that I realized, oh, it was all a lie. All these guys are scum. All these guys are criminals. All these guys should have cinder blocks tied to them. They should swim to Japan in Minecraft. Maybe you should have wake up a little bit earlier and know that photography is a joke of a degree. <laughs> but my point is, it's impossible in some instances. I don't use that word frequently because that means there is no agency. But ultimately, there is agency. You have to take control. You have to take responsibility because otherwise you're going to fail. But I could see where your entire life, you're told X. And someone comes in and says, not only is it not X, but all that time you invested and laid the infrastructure, invested your time and life into X. Yeah, it's just been wasted. And I, I'm particularly uh, uh, feel bad. I don't want to say sorry, but uh, feel sympathy for disadvantaged groups within the United States where you're told, oh, my God, it's c- the color of your skin. Or I guess women in this regard or you know, you have a vagina. Your traits are just so important. And, oh, my God, you know, you can follow your heart and the money will follow. But and also don't ever take any empirical like your choices. Don't if, if it comes out bad, 
that's white male's fault or the Republicans in the Senate. If it comes out good, then that's your that's that's your that's you. But if it comes out bad, it's not you. Same thing with Christians uh, to parallel. <clears throat> like if something's good, well, God didn't bless you. You know, no, that was you. You all of a sudden God is gone. There's no God didn't bless you. Well, that's all me. If it's bad, <gasps> the Lord has a plan. Mm-hmm. Trust in God. It's not your fault you're whore and spread your legs and have three illegitimate children. Nope, that the Lord has, and God forgives. And it's kind of the same thing that they, they paint. Well, going into the real world with this philosophy of everything that happens good to me is my is me. And then, oh, no, it's not me. Yes, I'm, most of the time, your decisions is what caused the bad thing to happen. Right. And if you don't stop making bad decisions, regardless of whether you're Christian, minority, white, doesn't matter. Your life is going to continue to suck. But if the, if the future is, the lie future was painted so well, and it was too, and the difference between the harsh reality, yeah, you're going to work, and you're going to pay off your debts, and it's going to suck. But down the road, if you do it in about two decades' time, yeah, yeah. And yes, you did waste your youth. You did. But there's no other choice. You have to do this now. <clears throat> if the difference between what you were promised and what the real world is is too big and, and the reality is too depressing, then you get your third future. And this is where, unfortunately, way too many people go down, and that's hope. Where, well, I hope my degree works. And that's why... I had a picture of a prostitute up there because <clears throat> if we were to continue using the girl as an example, I, if you look at that thumbnail, I'll use a guy as an example too. So the lie is you're a princess, you a big B, you she, you know, the, the standard bullshit that is just so tiring that all the girls get. And oh yeah. And Jason Momoa, there, there, there's a world of corners. If you didn't know this, let me tell you about the world of women in the world of women. We don't have this as men. They, there's just this place they go where there's nothing but corners. And around each corner is not only their prince, but a prince, which can be their prince. Around one corner, there's Ryan Gosling. Around the other corner is Jason Momoa. The third corner, there's the other guy, that the uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. They're just around the corner. Girls just got to go around that corner, get them. So they don't so, – that's their dream. And oh, by the way, yeah, you girls can totally major in literally the world's dumbest, most unemployable shit. And you're going to make six figs, y'all. I mean, if you want to hear, if you want to see the lie future uh, painted to women, hang on. Uh, go watch any Hallmark movie. They're always podcaster marketing executive author journalist work avoidant bullshit not strong not independent not contributing to the economy in any way two guys chasing after one's a bad boy the other sir good guy heart of gold both rich surgeon astronaut cowboy banker cattle baron whiskey baron people okay that's their and and they're just magically they're just magically delicious <laughs> just are and every guy fights after them then they get to the real world think think about how big a difference is 
Then you tell them, oh, yeah, men, the men you want aren't going to give you the time of day. They might stick their dick in you. And I don't even say take advantage. That's consensual. But they just have, but they ain't going to commit to you. They're not going to fall in love with you. They're going to get off on you and then they're going to kick you to the curb. Ah, boo hoo. Your degree is a joke. You're in debt. All of it is your fault, but you're not going to admit that. And you're going to go and double down on a master's degree. You, one could argue women's obsession with education is because they can't make it in the real world with these laughable jokes of degrees. Also, the conditioning from five years old to your senior year, you're, you're taught that grades are achievements. So there's that that carryover thinking, well, I graduated from college. All these people think graduating from college or getting a master's degree is an accomplishment. It's like, no, you just sat at a desk and did what you were told. It's what you do with that piece of paper they gave you. <clears throat> but they keep doubling down, doubling down. And it, it, that that is such a stark difference where they're not getting love. They're not getting the guy they want. They're not making the money. They're financially destitute. They'll never admit it. They'll never. And they got to keep up the facade. All right, so that's the difference. So you can see where a girl doesn't like, no, I guess. And all oh, feminism is just like, don't think. Nope, nothing's your fault. <clears throat> so then what happens? Well, that's, that, now you're going to the third future, and that's hope. You, and, and, and not to pick on women, because guys do it too, like me. I mean, I'm a perfect example of who went with the hope. I'm like, I'm just not doing enough. I got to work harder. But the perfect example of hope is where girls then go to law school. Look, lady, it's not the amount of schooling you got. It's the type of schooling you got. I'm going to go help the children with my law degree because I watched Sex and the City or She-Hulk or Allie McBeal or whatever. <clears throat> Are you going to go to the gym and lose the weight to attract the guy you want? Absolutely not. I'm going to double down. I'm going to wait. Here's, here's, how here's where the hope future comes in. <clears throat> I'm going to hope. That at some point in time in the future, if we nag and yell at men enough through advertisements and media, movies, and just general shame, men will magically be socially reconditioned to like fat chicks. <laughs> or if you're not lucky enough to have parental money or government money to pay you to go and play make-believe in law school, what a lot of girls end up doing, what they were going to do anyway, is you're going to sell your body. More commonly digitally, but in the days past, you're going to pull tricks. And even more modernly today. And kind of along the parallel of easy way, hard way, really hard way, and there is no easy way, it's just the really hard way masking itself. That's where your hope future goes. Where you keep avoiding, where you're too cowardly, where you're not courageous enough, you're not truly brave and amazing enough to face the reality that, Oh shit, the real world is like this and I don't have a choice. Again, I am more sympathetic where you just like deny it or you misdiagnose it. I'm going to keep doing what my parents and the adults said because I don't want to admit that the real world sucks that much, that it's that hard. <clears throat> Unfortunately, that keeps you in the future of lies, which ultimately then morphs into the future of hope. And hope is I'm going to continue to do what I want to do and hope that things outside of my control line up magically. And now I, I finally get it. And sometimes you're lucky. Sometimes, like, for example, Ocasio-Cortez, 
She got lucky. Oh, they'll herald her up. Oh, look how successful she is. No, she just voted to take other people's money and her constituents are parasitic. And oh, I want other people's money. Let's vote this really stupid child in. <clears throat> but for the most part, you you get if you want to see what what the future of hope looks like, go look at the millennials. I wrote a book quite some time ago now called How Not to Become a Millennial. You look at their data and their statistics. It's not picking on millennials. It's like, guys, you need to ch- you need to stop living in the hope. You need to stop living in the futures of lies. You need to get with reality. And the Zoomers are coming out with their statistics being even worse. But obesity, uh, uh, self-deletion, poverty, wealth, which everyone's acutely aware of. I'm just like, okay, do you want to switch positions now and like start becoming empirical? Or do you want to double down on the Marxist, feminist, low socialist, ain't my fault, government got to do something, but I'm still going to hold out on my dream as an acoustic guitar player bullshit. And it's like, it seems like they're going to go option B. <clears throat> and so the if you don't realize that the hope future is you taking things that don't work in the real world. You're now ignoring the real world and all your actions and choices and decisions are going to result in failure and that you are completely 100% dependent on things going your way, which just so you know, usually it doesn't because what incentive do other people have? For example, it's again, not picking on you, trying to help you out, the black community. How long you guys going to wait? How long are you here? Let's put it this way. When are you going to remove your mouth and lips off the Democrat Party's dick and realize that none of them are going to help you? Like, have you not noticed? I'm like, okay, a little bit of money here or there, and they'll talk a pretty game. But when do you realize, like San Francisco, well, not so much San Francisco, let's use Detroit, uh, South Chicago, there's a perfect, when do you realize it isn't working? I'm not saying you got to vote Republican. I'm just saying, when do you realize that the Democrats coming in like Jesse Jackson? Nothing's your fault. I'll take care of it if you give me money in your vote. Okay, I, that might work once with me. Like, oh, you'll if I give you my money and my vote, you're going to take care of this shit. And I'd come back after, like, after a generation, I'd be like, you didn't take care of this shit. Welfare wise, like the great society wise. Where are we now? Fourth, maybe even fifth generation. This this speaks to all poor people who vote Democrat, by the way. <clears throat> I just want to use this as an example because the Democrats are like, oh, my God, black people. You're just so amazing. <laughs> like, well, for people you think are pretty amazing, you've done a shit job helping them out. The point is that we'll take care of it and we'll get other people to take care of it and make things right. That's other people. Moot, moot doesn't matter. Well, well, those other people owe me. Let's say you, oh, we owe, we're owed reparations. Okay, that's fine. But those other people don't want to pay reparations. You're still outsourcing your outcomes on hope. There's a guy who ran off of that platform, I recall. He really helped, didn't he? Oh, he helped everyone. He said that he was going to help, right? That's why everyone's so much better off. And he's really, really rich now too. But uh, he got his. Try this a seventh time. <laughs> it, it is outsourcing and hoping other, not taking action yourself. Because people are still wedded to the idea, I can do what I want and magically the world will pay me. 
And now we're we're going to we're going to be. I think there was a fair amount of Gen Xers. We're going to come up. Boomers are still a little bit based in the real, a little bit. I think Gen X is going to be the first generation where I'd say at least two thirds, majority of them believed in pie and sky bullshit, and they're going to live their entire life like that. You're going to see it. You're going to see it. A lot of people without enough money for retirement, old spinster ladies who are pissed off at the world. They have no family. Well, I guess you could argue the boomers kind of won that episode. Uh, the millennials. Oh, my God. You want to feel sorry about a group? Feel sorry for the millennials. And the Zoomers look like they're going to do the same. You're going to go your entire life. And most of you are atheists because you were told to be, and it's cool. And I'm not not religious. I'm just pointing out there ain't no afterlife. This is it. You You get one life. And I'm trying to get you to do the boring, old, boring, old reality, which is reality sucks. But at the end, down the road, it's going to be the least painful. And the most painful is after you believe in the pie in the sky and the bullshit. And it doesn't start to play because parents are studying. You know, you're out of school. You're out of this artificial environment. You get a choice. You either get to go into reality and start making progress and like at least it's less. The only thing I could argue about reality than the delusion is reality is more sane. It's more mentally healthy. It's still hard. Yeah, I get it. You don't like to work. I didn't like to work. I didn't want to like admit I had to go back and get some kind of extra training. But you start making progress and there's a sanity there. The delusion. Can you imagine? Well, they got the data. The liberal white white. No, it's not even liberal women. It's not even liberal white women. It's just white women. Have you seen the antidepressant use of white women my age? Middle-aged white women? We don't need no chic out of here. I'm strong. Oh, yeah. Lady, we've heard it since freaking Carter. Shut the fuck up already. Here's your Xanax or whatever the hell you... <laughs> What I, I again? I ask a question of the black community. And I think this is where young black men or black men in general, like I am sick of this shit. I don't eat poor anymore. So I think the black men are waking up. But what, what of the rest of the black community? Like, let's say you're a young black man, you bust your ass off military, and what's the first thing you get? You think you're better than me, Oreo, house bleeper? And you're like, dude, when when are you like when do you take off the the shit filled diaper? Like, when do you leave? this miserable life and go work hard. When, when do you do that? Their lives never get, and that's their life for the rest of their life. That's the hope. Hope just keeps you in the, the lie future, but to the point that no one keeps up, society stops keeping up the lies for you because you've served your purpose, either making your parents feel good. Like I made my child graduate from college or you get a vote or you spend your money or whatever. And then you just husks. And then you're dead. Then you're dead. <clears throat> and so, to, you know, let me, I'll paint some pictures for you here. The disproportionately, though, not solely re re uh, relegated uh, liberal white woman of my age. Can you imagine him 30 years from now in the nursing homes? I mean, nursing homes aren't glorious and fun. Anyway, but could you imagine them without kids, without the visitations, with the alienated children? Because, you know, why would you raise your children? You outsource them to daycare, the careers more. Can you imagine these miserable women? This assumes they live that long without self-deletion and antidepressant use. And I mean, but what, what is all those drugs going to do to their brain? And, and literally rejecting 
their own family members, their own children love <clears throat> for whatever bullshit they were told career, Ally McBeal, the uh, sex in the city lifestyle. They, they don't show you sex in the city when these ladies are all 82. They don't show you that. Is that the life you want? Uh, let's use guys as an example. Um, the, oh, God. The good little man who did what he should. The little choo-choo that could. I'm going to go to college. I would get the right thing. I'm going to major. Gets married, does the right thing. Go back and read all. Go listen to all the marriage cases where good old steady Eddie did what he was supposed to do. Gets divorced, has all of his money gone. Kids are gone. Gets married a second or third time, <clears throat> not paying attention. Ah, well, there's love out there somewhere. No, that's the pie in the sky, white picket bullshit fence. The reality is they don't like you that much. That's a whole other debate. What does that guy do? Entire life just supporting women that took him and, or I don't know, the good supplicant little beta Democrat soy boy who ain't even getting laid now. Playing their video games, plying themselves with junk food at the gas station or booze or pot. Or Adderall, is that a thing? Is that what the kids are doing now, Adderall? What, okay, these people are in their mid to late 20s. What is the rest of their life going to be like? And then it's done. And so I know reality future may be incredibly dark depressing, sad, like, oh my God, this is my future. I'm like, yeah, but there's a way worse future. And that's if you keep believing in the lies future, which ends up becoming the hope future. And then you're pulling tricks at a truck stop. So there you go. <clears throat> we got super chats. Let's go to the super chats here and have ourselves a treat. Not subject to bucks. Can't be defined adult for those who don't know. An adult is someone who supports themselves and do not need the government or the parents to subsidize them. That is an adult. That's the simplest form of an adult. I mean, there's other aspects I'd add, but that, that for now, nobody, five bucks. What happens when the next generations never reach epiphany? Cape? Well, I mean, we kind of already have that. I mean, there's 320 million people in America. You could see people of all generations um, being that. <clears throat> I mean, there's there's homeless boomer women who just thought like the 70s were going to go on forever. And, you know, come on, baby, light my fire. And we could do pot all the time. Cave people, no, homeless, homeless is like, if you never hit that epiphany, depends on how much government money you can get, how much money your parents have. But if it runs out or you just snort it up your nose, yeah, you're going to be homeless. That's ultimately where it ends up. Pretty soon, 60-year-olds is the new 20s realized this recently and not great. Yeah, and there's also going to be psychological delusion. I mean, it's, again, not to keep going back to women of my generation, but they're the ones like... <laughs> 48's the new 25. Whatever you want to tell your house. <laughs> Whatever you want. Go ahead. Ken Rowe is two bucks. Just his thumbs up. Thank you, Ken. Pixels going their own way. Polish Lotties, 25. Women choose worst options by default. I don't know if they do. I just, I honestly, you, I'll disagree with you on this. <clears throat> I think young people are conditioned by Shitty parents. That's why I have the dad you never had. You know, it's 150 bucks, but it's going to prevent you from going $150,000 into a worthless degree in four years of your life. There's just no dads. There just isn't. You're damn right I'm going to profit off of it, but you're going to benefit from it too if you didn't happen to have a father. Both young men and, and girls, young ladies, are lied to. It's just that the adults are going to lie to the children. 
parents, teachers, whatever, whether you're related to the child or not. But continuing on, men in society are going to lie to women because they want to fuck them. Bill Burr pointed that out. Nobody corrects them because they want to fuck them. Men literally want to fuck women. Democrats want to fuck them over for the vote and the money. And corporations want to fuck over women for obviously the money and the cheaper labor. It's what they want. <clears throat> and so when you have the world just lie, look, inevitably you're a guy and people tell you, yeah, you're a fat piece of shit. Inevitably. No one tells women that. No one tells a woman to shut up. No one tells a woman, look, we don't like your lippy attitude. You're not demure. You're not feminine. Because they like, you don't want to hear this, the reing. I get it. But people usually want something out of women. And they found out the way to get it is to lie to women. You don't tell women the truth. They might, they might improve their lives. So I, everyone is lied to. I think women are lied to more because the institutions within society have more of a benefit or can benefit financially or politically um, from lying to women. Generation of Powell, 10 bucks. The left is realizing men are fly, uh, flocking to the right, so they're losing political dominance. Watch minority, not just black males. I, they're just the most lied to and most oppressed. Watch the black male voting uh, poll numbers. I think they're going to, you're going to see a good, long, consistent trend going to the right. Maybe not Republican, but you're, or maybe a better way is the black male vote turnout for the Democrat Party. I think that's going to go down. Definitely. <clears throat> but I think I think black men, well, you see it. You see it kind of in the, the hustle and the entrepreneurship. Uh, they're, they're like, no, man, I'm done with it. I'm going to pull a Herman Cain and go make some money. And so I think they are going to start aligning a little bit more. I, I think you will see uh, black men and Latino men going Republican. Uh, and they're asking, how can they convince men to come to their side without giving up male-hating ideology? I know, isn't it funny? They hate men. The, the Democrats literally hate you, and they blame you for everything uh, when it comes to the women vote because they want the women vote more than they want the male vote. And they're like, but how do we get men? I guess what they're starting to talk about it now, how can we get them in a, in a, a Marxist leftist socialist ideology? I'm like, well, your entire Democrat Party ideology is one of victim and oppressor. It's no longer the working party. And man, half your voting block is women. And you need a, uh, an oppressor for them to be victims. And you've pigeonholed men as the oppressors. Um, yeah, and this internet, you may not like it, but it, it definitely is a magnifying glass on everything. And men are waking up like, wow, the Democrat, I mean, this isn't, I'm not saying it for edgy points. I'm saying it's because of the truth. The Democrat Party hates men. They're going to say they don't. Oh, look, Biden's a guy. Oh. He'll he'll did not the slave did not African tribe slave or sell the other tribes they subjugated from Africa, their own kind, their own race, their own and to the slave traders. That's all that's all Biden's doing now. <clears throat> Javier Berges, 200 Argentinian. What are they, Bolivars or Pesos? I made a lot of money as a professional musician in the 90s and 2000s because I went to the places that had tourism. But now it changed. Go for IT or the trades. Right. Well, that was kind of the last. Weren't those the last days? Like you could actually go and now, now it's all on the Internet. No. Alex Patino, a truck driving Latino agent in the field. Five bucks. I want an easy career with six figs. Work one to three hours a day. I want my cake and eat it too. 
uh, funny faces in beer, uh, maximum poops. Oh, speaking of maximum poops, look who's up. Look who's up, ladies and gentlemen. Athamel Dekua, 666. I'm brown. I also got the he thinks he is better than me, us, than us. Oh, my God. Look, he is pretending he is white. Oh, you get it from the Latino community? How dare you get a chemical engineering degree, sir? By the way, my buddy Atham has graduated with a degree in chemical engineering. If you are looking for a chemical engineer, please reach out to me. Okay, let me rephrase this. Atham is going to understand. I only want to hear from hiring managers who are actually looking for a chemical engineer. The last time I did this, Atham, you don't know what I suffered. The last time I did this, do you know that I had four people email me links from Indeed.com where they just search chemical engineer in Indeed or Monster? Here's some chemical engineering. Guys, don't be a freaking Spurg. I only want to hear from you if you are in a you're a hiring manager or you're in a firm that has a position open for a chemical engineer. I would appreciate that. I don't need you Spurgs and Audists coming in here. Search here, you go. I think Atham's already done that. <laughs> if you can believe he's smart enough to do it, I couldn't believe it myself. I'm like, oh my God, Atham, Atham did his own search job. So could you believe he did this? Sam Whiskey, most American name in America. Cappy, I once took my date to a bank parking lot to enjoy the sunset. I noticed the security cameras pointed at my directions as I drove off. How often do banks keep the recordings? Well, I, I, does it matter? You didn't steal nothing. Um, I'd say a year depends. I mean, it's going to depend bank by bank. Like, uh, I, I guess a year, maybe the maybe in, infinitely. I mean, storage is cheap. You know, I got security cameras. I got stored. You know, a terabyte will save a lot, a lot. I guess nowadays with I guess forever. I mean, it's not that expensive to store. Just assume forever. Why did you bang her? Is there a picture of your dick on the internet potentially now? All right, there you go. Uh, link below the dad you never had. Please avoid your three the, the two of the three futures. There's only reality. There's not hope and there's not the lies. No, you are not going to become a journal that makes six figures and becomes a, a Democrat congresswoman. No, you will not. The reality is maybe you should get thin and suck a dick. That that might be <laughs> just right there. Imagine painting that picture. Now, all that money you years you spent getting your degree in political science. No, the best thing for you to do is go fall in love, sexually satisfy a man, suck a dick, and raise some children. Rah! All right, go be a pissed off, bitter Gen X spinster in the nursing home. I don't care. I I don't care which path you take. I'm going to be highly entertained. I'll be either pleasantly say, oh, look, she fell in love and made some people happy, including herself. She finally figured out she was at the center of the universe. Now you keep going. You go, girl boss. Get your MBA and your JD and your CPA. Then you'll be happy. The dad you never had. Please take that course. Save your life. And then how not to become a millennial. Like if you don't want to take a course, that book kind of covers some overlap there, I guess. You're a younger person. You don't want to be a 38-year-old. You're, you're not only average millennial, and Gen X holds a fair amount of this debt too, to be intellectually honest. You want to be you want to be a 40-something begging for a student loan bailout? <laughs> you don't? Well, here's a book called How Not to Become a Millennial. And you avoid all the mistakes we told the millennials to make. All right, that's it. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.
an asshole. So many years ago, uh, Cappy was, he was but a wee, maybe a, a butter bar lieutenant. He was, a, he was, oh, what's going on? And uh, there are the dark times. There are several epics. I will not be writing a book about or even put together an island, but these were dark times. And one, one, most of the dark times I ran into, it was under my control to get out of. And I would, and so you didn't lose hope. You didn't lose, you, you weren't depressed. There was no futility involved. I just, well, okay, I got to do this. Even if it was bad luck, okay, well, I got to overcome that. There really wasn't much, and I wasn't delusional about it either. It, you know, bad things happen, bad luck, that's what happens. But you're not confused, not confused at all as I get out. But every once in a while, something bad will happen that you don't control. And this was the worst and the deepest of the darkest of the dark times <clears throat> where I had this problem I couldn't solve. And I'm glad I learned the lesson early because it sent me right down the path of stoicism because there's nothing worse than hemming and hawing and fretting over a problem that you do not hold the solution to there is nothing you could do to solve that problem sometimes the problem it's even worse when the problem can't be solved the problem just is like i don't know if you guys watch i've been watching the new jack reacher television show and and the the detective of the town he keeps spinning his his wedding ring on the table because his wife left them but i guess they're not divorced and I'm sure maybe some of you have been in the same situation. Your wife leaves you or whatever. And you're like, oh, I wish you'd come back. <clears throat> and you see, I haven't seen those advertisements in a while. There was that guy with the, the thick glasses. Do you want to get your wife back? I'm like, you scumbag. She's gone. She is gone and has had every hole filled by three different dicks. And here you are capitalizing on these guys' misery. Oh, my God. <clears throat> But that, uh, that's the type that, that it's over. That's the way that one went Walsh. That ship has sailed, but then you hem and haul over it and torture yourself over it. And what I notice is in the deepest of the darkest of the dark times is that if I did and literally anything else, literally anything else because you, you never really had to do something you have to get on you had to go get groceries or whatever <clears throat> if my mind was occupied while my mind was occupied it's brilliant my mind's brilliant but it's brilliant because your brain really is it's not even advanced as a as a computer a computer can run multiple programs at the same time but your your processing in the human brain you really can only do one thing at a time you really can't and while you're doing that one thing, whether it was working out or going to a movie or, uh, I don't know, dancing or having conversation, your brain did not go back to this unsolvable problem that it would then torture itself with, with hopelessness and vainly try, well, what about running all these different possible scenarios? I mean, what could even, like the... Um, What's it called? When I had my health scare, too. There's another perfect example. Well, if you got cancer, you got cancer. I mean, yeah, you're going to treat it, but there's no really. It's just a waste of time worrying about things. <clears throat> and so I learned early on that there was a problem I couldn't solve. 
there the the best thing to do was one practice stoicism and not not worry about sight that was the only philosophical answer the only philosophical approach that you could um <clears throat> you could have for it but the solution was to go do things keep yourself occupied keep your mind occupied go play volleyball go do this go go whatever and then over time you you come to accept there's the acceptance say i'm sure this parallels whatever the five stages of grief or i, I have no idea what the, the seven stages whatever it was but then you got to it and then you move it and it was just one day i woke up i'm like holy shit i feel like i'm back to normal <clears throat> this is great and then cappy's life like oh my god who saw that coming not this guy i'll tell you that <clears throat> but one thing i learned from that experience was even when you're in the deepest, darkest depths of hell, if you're processing your CPU, if your brain was focused on something, then it was not as bad. And I speculated, what if I immediately <clears throat> kept myself involved? Like theoretically, the, the deepest, the, the thing I can't solve, the second that happened, I just immediately focused on other stuff and prevented my brain from ever wasting a single, you know, fraction, a millicalorie of energy worrying about it. Would my have experience been a lot better? And there's no doubt in my mind it absolutely would. And whereas it was not, there could be an argument that that was cowardice. You're not facing the problem. I would almost say it's more intelligence, not facing a problem that can't be solved. It's like, well, you just accept and move on. And you could say, oh, what, sublimation or ignoring it, or just some people would argue that's good. But I'm, I'm just going from the pure <clears throat> psychological, philosophical angle. If you just immediately let it go and focused on other stuff, you would come out, you would have a better experience. And what this then made me start to think about more modernly is your life experience, Turd Fling Monkeys talked about it, it's just one mental experience after another. It's one experience after the other. The value, or not the value, the quality of the life you enjoy <clears throat> is your mental experience of it. Because that's the only way you can experience life is, is mentally. And I guess if you're hungry or something, you'll feel that in your stomach. So it's not an argument for cowardice. I'm just defining like, well, you, your life is what you experienced. And if you choose instead to focus on, I would say, more optimistic things, um, you, you're going to have yourself a better life. Now, <clears throat> fast forward to today. House gets hit by lightning or somewhere nearby gets hit by lightning and all my electronics are fried, including my Xbox One. And I was really enjoying Hogwarts Academy or Hogwarts Legacy or whatever it was. And even though modern day video games, the current platform, uh, you know, you have 12 video games, 11 are absolute dog shit. Just absolute dog shit. I played... Elysium Disco, that had some great reviews. My, I'll go pick this up. It looks interesting. All it is is a text-based game. I'm like, you're telling me with today's technology and the power of today's console, you came up with the text-based game. Find those people and kick them right in the nuts. <clears throat> Find the people that reviewed it and kick them right in the nuts. Still, I enjoyed um, 
Assassin's Creed Greek guy, Assassin's Creed Egyptian guy. I really enjoyed those. Those were great. And even though the vast majority of video games for the Xbox platform, is it an X or an S? We don't know. You can only play half of them this time. Ha ha, we're Microsoft. A jizz, a jizz, a jizz, a jizz. Why are we losing to Sony? Um, And then I, I really like the Hogwarts Legacy. Hang on, this is bothering me. I don't know why I got schmutz on my things, but I do. It's just bothering me. <clears throat> just enjoying it. Hogwarts Legacy, same thing. You could just get lost. Big, expansive, uh, open world environment. Good, good story. Good back. Like, oh, hey, somebody with talent puts it. You put some effort into these games instead of just barfing out shit. <clears throat> and I was enjoying them. And now that the Xbox is gone, and I was like, ah, you know, I only played that one game, and I looked at how much an Xbox costs. It's like five hundred bucks. I'm like, I didn't pay that much. What the hell? And the guy's like, Well, there's the X, and then there's the S, and then there's the other. And I'm like, I'm done. No, I'm I'm just done. I'm not. But all of a sudden, there's like this gaping hole in my life. Not that the, you know, I'm crying or depressed about it, but I really enjoy playing those video games. And then it uh, hearkened me back to the dark, dark times where obviously I'm nowhere near. And these are the best of times. These are the best of times of Cappy, despite lightning strikes and, and stupidity of other people. Not me, of course. <clears throat> but it harked me back like, well, the value, not the value, the enjoyment, the quality of your life is the sum total of all your mental experiences. Whether those experiences take place in the real world or not, it does ultimately determine the quality of the life that you lead or you experience. <clears throat> so I had to wrestle with this a little bit because I'm not, I'm not having as much fun as I used to playing the video games. Oh, well, that's not the real world. And then it's brought up, well, who gives a shit? Who really cares? As long as you have your real world act together, like you're not living off of welfare, you don't think your number one value is with traits you were born with, yada, 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 yada. You know, you're not a parasite, you're not living at home. I started to think like, it can't be all entertainment all the time. And I don't, and I envy, God almighty, I envy people like Vince over at Masculine Geek who can sit and do nothing. Well, I've got to sit here and ponder. That guy can stand in a field and look at trees and come away with something with, I, not me, buddy. I, <laughs> how the hell can you just sit there? Oh, I, I read a book and thought about it. He doesn't just read it to get to the end. He reads it like in pieces. What does that sentence mean? And he puffs on his pipe. Ah, yes. I'm like, dude, I, well, huh? We got to go cliff jumping or something else. I got to get you an ice cream, man. This is, but he's, he's obviously a different mind than me, but I'm, I'm envious where there's some people that can enjoy nothing. And I ain't one of them. I don't think most people can. <clears throat> and so, whereas modernly, a lot of people are criticizing young men about escaping porn, I can maybe understand a little bit more of an argument, but philosophically what were you going to go get laid by some hot chick 
I mean, what was the guy's experience? Okay, guy doesn't jerk off to porn versus a guy who does, all right, over a lifetime. I'm not saying every second, every hour, every day, but there's the guys who consume the porn and the guys who don't. At the end of the day, there's a group of guys that had a bunch of orgasms and sexual fantasies, albeit not real. And there's guys who I don't know got to be pretty sexually frustrated by the end of the day. <laughs> guys who didn't have a bunch of orgasms. And there's guys who, I don't know, what do you do? You, you, you're you not supposed to escape? You're not supposed to have some kind of, if any, you know, reading books, one could argue, fan, fiction would be this, you know, the, the prequel, uh, the predecessor to video games. Like, well, what is that? Right. Oh, that that's good fiction, but video games are bad. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm thinking escapism has to play a role because inevitably there's going to become some downtime. And unless you're this stoic eunuch monk like Vince is, the human brain's got to be stimulated by something. <clears throat> and so as long as you've got everything squared away in the real world, you know, food, clothing, and shelter and all that, why not escape? Why not go in and, and live in this alternate reality, whether that would be video games or watching movies or reading comic books? Because then you are going to, you are, fake or not real or not, you are going to have a better life experience. And we could extend this to one of the few, if no, not the few, the only person who I think is actually intellectually honest about his sex doll would be Turd Flingy Monkey. Because you tune into him, you hear him, you're like, huh. In his mind, right? and you may disagree with it, and I disagree on some key elements here. But in his mind, not only in his mind, but in reality, you see he is a happier man living in a, a fantasy and escape, an escapism <clears throat> into it thinking that he has a loving romantic partner. I He knows she's not human. This is, if you don't know, Turfling and Monkey... Uh, online podcasting guy you can go tune into him rather radical views extreme views but deep interesting philosophical views if you want boring whitewashed bleached out diluted tapioca pudding views just go talk to your average teacher or listen to npr it'll be all squeaky clean for you but if you want something different i'm just saying you won't even agree with it most of the time but just different more more intellectually stimulating and one of the the, the uh unique positions he's staked out is the case for him having a relationship with the sex doll. And again, I disagree, but we're not going to delve into it, but <clears throat> there is no denying he is a happier man with a doll, which he's gone to great lengths. He, he does uh, uh, now with before AI went pop before you all like, Oh my God, AI, he was working on it to give her the, this, uh, sentience like a, a which can't be achieved but uh he can have conversations with her obviously over text uh <clears throat> that lived experience i hate using that but that experience is higher quality than one without in his individual situation but where it is more common where i think uh, more applicable to a much wider percentage of the population especially for men is this video games or comic books, or movies, or whatever else. And as long as you have everything squared away, hell yeah. Absolutely go and escape. Because it's going to improve your life experience. And the one thing, like, long again, the key thing is that you got your stuff squared away. The other thing, 
you know, you don't want to just become your life. You never touch grass or leave. So as long as we got some anchoring in reality, that's all okay. But modernly, there is a big argument against Modernly, there's this argument like you shouldn't be playing video. All you do is play video games, watch television. All you do is look at porn and all that. And okay, I get I, if it gets to a part that it's damaging. Let me point out one more thing. Let me introduce this other concept. Or what? What's the opportunity cost? What are men missing out on? Now, girls, I don't know. Now, they have their own fantasy. They read their Hallmark channels and they... I don't know, they <clears throat> get degrees and funny things and they imagine they're, you know, they're still playing Barbie. I'm going to be a six-figure girl with my degree in the liberal arts. Yeah. Like, okay, sweetheart. You know. Yeah, men are the delusional ones. At least they didn't spend 150 grand on their video game system like you did your stupid master's degree. But going back to the opportunity cost of men, or else what? Like, let's say... <clears throat> You worked out, you dieted, you exercised. You have a job, you contribute to your retirement plan, you, you, you're, you're good to go. You even got your will and your living will set up. What else is a guy supposed to do? Because there is no call for men right now. There isn't. There's no purpose. The real world offers men less, but not, not no purpose. There's no, there's no purpose. <clears throat> you do need to support yourself. But without family, without wife and kids, generally, that's how it used to work. And without meritocracy, without saying, hey, the best person gets promoted. All right. And now we've got, oh, is your, oh, Shaniqua gets promoted because she has black hoo-ha. It's black hoo-ha decade here in the labor force of the United States. Without anything that that time, that finite time that men would invest in is not reciprocated. There's no return on investment. What else is there to do? And if you think about that career and family, that's the, that's the majority of your waking hours. And so it's almost getting to the point where it's like, yeah, there's nothing but, oh, and <clears throat> let's also argue this because this is my individual case. Never wanted kids, never wanted family. Right. I definitely got out of the career. F that, I'm very much a minimalist. But in ye olden days, before technology, before the combustion engine, we would not be having this debate about escapism. The escapism would truly be a treat. It would truly, oh, I get to read a book, you know, because you'd be out farming. Now, technology has made it that every man and, and women too are going to face this choice. Like, look, you work your four hours a day as an independent contractor from home. You ain't got no commute. You ain't got no family. You got a fair amount of money. You got a very affordable bachelor hut. What are you going to do with the rest of you? Oh, and by the way, you worked out. You did your cardio as well. You dieted. You spent time over at whatever, the Masons, and did your thing. What are you going to do with the remaining three to five hours a day you got? And whereas some people have that incredible unique ability like Vince over at Masculine Geek to just take pleasure in the minorest of things, which I'm envious of. I'm not picking on Vince. Most guys are going to need an escape. You are going to need an escape. You are going to need video games. 
You are going to need comic books. You are going to, or more intelligently, perhaps books or classics or something like that. <clears throat> One can even say hobbies. But you are going to need an escape. Because the real world, there's, they don't, it doesn't need you anymore on many and main regards. We don't need men for the food. We automated farming long ago. That would have that's what you would have been doing is toiling in the fields, making your own food. That was it. Well, that's that's been changed. We don't need you to work in industry anymore. We outsource that to the, the Chinese and other people, not us. We don't need you to even fix the car or anything. And we don't need you for family. And we're certainly not going to make it fair for you to go work in corporate America, which was an untenable, unacceptable situation anyway. Heck, they're going to pay you UBI and give you. Give you uh, gimme dats and stimmy checks. You're going to have to escape. You're going to have to play your video games. I'm not saying necessarily look at the prom, but why not? And there should be no shame in it. It was like, you got to get off the, it's like, oh, what? Oh, what? And as long as you've gotten your ducks in order, like I pay my my taxes, I pay my rent, I got a job. What exactly, I go to the gym. What exactly else was I supposed to do? Because until there's kids and until there's a nice, sweet, uh, uh, doting, supporting, svelte, thin, dick-sucking wife, by the way. Then know if I mentioned that. Sexually satisfying wife and maybe some children. No. You have never had – you almost are compelled to go and escape into, the, into the, an alternative world, not the real world. Because otherwise your brain would just be – well, one, it wouldn't be stimulated. But what else is it going to do? In the digital fake world, there's a call. There, it, it sat, in other words, digital agency is better than no real world agency. <clears throat> Talking to NPCs. You got to save the villagers. Oh, I might as well go save the villagers. And <laughs> whatever game you're playing. Then being in the real world and people like not needing you for anything at all. And while not real, while synthetic, while digital... The culminated experience, yeah. Without a doubt, it is a fact. You will have a better life <clears throat> playing video games and having a, uh, a synthetic form of purpose and agency than standing there sitting in the real world waiting for agency to come for you. That's never going to come. And so if you, if people are, you know, again, it all assumes, do you have your job? Do you, yeah. Did you, I mean, here, here's another thing for just regrets. So you could tell people to F off. Did you ask out a couple girls? Did you try going on a couple dates? You did? Okay. Guys, go play your video games. Go read your comic books. Indulge. Enjoy life. Don't, don't, don't sit in the real world. My, oh, how do I solve? Here's another problem. How do you solve the problem? Well, how do I get a wife and kids in these days? You don't. You, I mean, you want to talk something that, what is it? The, the, uh. The unsolvable problem. What's the, there's a metaphor for that that's escaping me now. You want to talk about beating your head against the wall? Did you ask out some girls? Do you have an online dating profile? Did you say, well, you did that? Okay. You ain't going to the nightclubs. You ain't going to go play your video games. Go do your thing. Go go enjoy life. And whereas obviously I, I have the menu where there's a whole ton of things you can do. A menu of options to enjoy life. I, the, the escapism was one that I'm like, dang, that, 
that was an enjoyable thing in life. That was fun to escape. I, by the way, I don't think I'm, <clears throat> Abayek was one of the carry and Alexos. Those are the, the Greek guy and the Egyptian guy. I don't think I'm Alexis, Alexos or, or Bayek. I'm not running around assassinating people with my shirt off. Okay. Just in case you were wondering. There you go. Assassin's Creed, South Dakota. That'd be, <laughs> there's no tall buildings to jump from. I'm like, well, we got a hill over there. <laughs> Assassin's Creed, South Dakota. Assassin's Creed, Sioux Falls. <laughs> But yeah, guys, go play your video games. Does the real world need you? Is are they are people knocking? Hey, we need you to help us with this thing. Can we help you? And we would reciprocate your help. Are there people asking you to be a play a role in people's lives? Are there? Is there? Are you needed? You're not. Well, don't let your brain get into an unsolvable problem. Don't go looking for a problem that has no solution. Or don't go looking for a solution to a problem that can't be solved. Sorry. You go play your video games. You make sure your mental experience on this planet was the best it could be. And if that requires leaving the real world, so be it. As long as you never like totally leave the real world, never return to it. <clears throat> All right. Do we have super chats? We have four. Oh, link below the menu life without the opposite sex. I, I should have, I, I almost behooves a, an addendum in addition to the, the menu about video games and escapism. Um, uh, but uh, the menu life without the opposite sex, it goes through everything there is to do in life that give you purpose and meaning and joy. Aside from video games, which I, I recently introduced the concept thereof. Um, if you want to get your financial act together in the meantime, you always they, just get your finances. To, look, if they ain't going to be if they ain't going to be love or children, the very next thing you could do is get your financial act together. All right. So there's a course there achieving financial excellence subtitle, the most direct path to wealth find that on teachable and then uh what was it batch of pet economics i linked to there's a bunch i do a bunch of things go look it up city sleuth five bucks i just moved away from a socialist crap hole in the north northeast of to oklahoma any suggestions on places to visit or things to do i have been through oklahoma once i know nothing of oklahoma and all i did was uh do 35 um tornado chase i guess um, yeah, I, I don't, I, Oklahoma and Arkansas are two states I know nothing about. Well, I'm like New Hampshire and Vermont and Maine and Connecticut and Rhode Island and Massachusetts. I don't know anything about those states either. Maybe someone in the comments section will have some recommendations. Bob, two bucks. You should play God of War 4 and God of War 5. Yeah, but do I, now do I got to get the Xbox XS series double J? Mm -mm. I got, I got my switch. I'm going to play some, uh, some link, you know, play some Zelda. Uh, nonstop Dre 360, Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim is great to get lost in. Yeah, I've played that. Yep, that was a good game too. Leslie, five bucks. My escape is reality television. Oh, really? I can't judge you as long as you enjoy it, man. Oh, reality television. I have found that people get really judgmental when I tell them that I spent a Sunday watching The Real Housewives. <laughs> well, it's better than... I mean, what? It's better than not being needed, right? It's better than sitting there looking at a wall. I can't. I can't judge it. I mean, look, even drug use, would, I guess, would be better as long as it doesn't cause addiction or, or, or shorten your life. Oh, the real housewives. Really? Oh, oof. I guess if guys can look at porn, you girls can watch that. 
Sam Whiskey, most American name in America. Five bucks. Cap, I love my escapism advice, but the girls don't like it. Keeps, But it keeps me sane. What do you, look, the girls, if they don't like it, they can offer something I'm sure that you would give up the video games for. I'm sure, ladies, if you don't like what men are doing, you could offer them an alternative. Well, but I'm not sexual or pretty. Well, you could get pretty and you could get sexual. I guarantee you there's something girls, all girls, if they put the effort into it, <clears throat> you could get men to set down the video game controller. You absolutely could. But if you don't want to do that, you could even be, uh, I don't know, judgmental. You could criticize. You go, oh, my God, you're playing your video games. And we could look back at you and say, oh, my God, you're believing fat is beautiful. Oh, my God, you're you're doing the man around the corner. Oh, my God, <laughs> you're going to law school. <laughs> at least my, at least this, this video game setup I have, this only cost me 600 bucks. Your law degree that you're just going to get crushed with, it costs you 300000 <clears throat> Too bad. Who cares? Okay, let's say guys didn't like it. F what other people think. Oh, my God, you're playing video games. I sure am. What are you doing? That would be a great proposition to, obviously, these girls might be your friends or, um, or family. They're obviously within your social group. Let's say uh, you're playing video games and your mom coming. You're, oh, my God, you're playing so many video games. Okay, Mom, you. what do you want to do? Do you want to go fishing? Is there something you would, we could do together? You would like that would be more entertaining. Give me, give me an option. What, what, what do you want to do? <clears throat> but in the case, you know, girls, I'm thinking girls like in a male female dynamic. All right, there's something else we could all be doing right now. But do you want to do that? No. Well, then this is my life. I'm going to do this, and you could certainly criticize it, but I don't care. I'm sure watching all those Harlequin romance novels will make you happier than if you went to the gym and actually made those a reality in your life. But work, am I right? Athamal Deku with two bucks never played video games to escape. It's just fun. Right. But let me point this out to you, Atham. Are you thinking of anything else than the video game when you're playing it? Like, in other words, your goal may just be to have fun. I'm saying the participation in something that consumes your mental faculties at that moment in time is an escape from whatever else that you were doing at that moment in time. You could argue fun is an escape from work. Mentally, well, I'm doing something else that I want to do that isn't work. Like when you're focusing on fishing, you're not thinking about your TPS reports you got to do or whatever kind of meeting you have. You're like, oh, I got a technique. I got to get this fish and <clears throat> put the hook on right and that kind of thing. And so it may be fun, but in you taking your uh, CPU and processing one activity, you by default escape needing to think about the other stuff as well, is what I'm saying. I'll, <clears throat> I know it, it sounds like cowardice, but if you're in a bad situation in life, whatever it is, and you can't solve it, I would escape. I would absolutely, you know, get your exercise, listen to podcasts, do whatever, but I would not think about the, pro the problem that has no solution at all. That's even worse for you. So, yeah, go whatever. Jerk off to your prawn. Go play your video games. Go play D&D. &D, do whatever you want. Anything but focusing on a problem that has no solution. 
Sam Whiskey, five bucks. My escape is avoiding numb people or dumb people. Yeah. I. How sad is it that people are so dumb and so undeveloped now in the West? They're just, they're just life on easy mode. They've never metamorphosized into accomplished, interesting human beings. That NPCs and a finite software program in the form of a video game is more rewarding and intellectually stimulating. How, <clears throat> boy, TFM would really, how how bad of a statement is it is? Now, they'll dismiss TFM as this nerd, virgin towel, whatever, who couldn't get laid. I don't believe it. I, I really don't believe it if you tune into it. Like, no, this guy's got stuff going on. How insulting is that? That, no, this non-sentient entity provides me better value than the average gal here in, in my country. Like that's, that's damning. I guess the same, uh, judgment, not verbally expressed, but through action has been laid down anyway. Most guys would rather jerk off the porn than go to a nightclub or go out and ask a girl out in part because of fear, rejection, it takes effort. I get that. And then these men are lazy too, but also what incentive do they have? Like it, it is an eye-turning event when there's an attractive girl in South Dakota. You you kind of like, whoa, that that's a and not not because oh that's an attractive girl. I as a man physically find that attractive someone to look. There's that too, but there's this added, oh wow, that's out of place. <laughs> what are you doing here? What? What? Well, wait, did you say? Yeah, it's like seeing a classic car. You know, like well, that, that doesn't belong in this decade anymore. What's going on over there? Mr. Loney, do you still enjoy going hiking, Cappy? I do very much, yeah. But I always had have podcasts on. So I'll binge, I'll download some Cynical Libertarian Society, uh, Better Bachelor, Critical Drinker, Nerdrotic, It's a Gundam. And I just go. Just go. Perun or Perun, military kind of analysis. Um, yeah, I love hiking. You get out there, you get to look at the nature. Gonna do it today because it's gonna be hot next couple of days. So I'm gonna do it today. Yeah, and, and thank God that hiking, the life shelf life on that hasn't even. I don't think I'll ever not hike. I really enjoy it, even even to this day after whatever thousands of miles. <clears throat> so I, I do appreciate it. Um, the problem is when you go hiking, though, if you don't have something in your ear, your mind will drift to whatever problems need to be solved. I don't even like solving the problems that I can solve. Like, I don't like thinking about insurance. I don't like thinking about what else has got to be done on the house, which is called nothing because I fixed the, all of it. It's all good. Now we're finally back to July 12th. <clears throat> so I always try to listen to something else. Um, and, and what I listen to, the reason I like critical... Uh, Critical Drinker, Nerdrotic, It's a Gundam, and all those guys. Uh, Valiant Renegade as well. And um, Better Bachelor. Is they are rejoicing in the failure of evil people or people who were wrong and arrogant. Uh, they are now in the celebratory phase. They are enjoying the decline. <clears throat> Look at Disney lose a billion dollars. Ha ha, that's great. So I enjoy that. I... It's not that I don't like listening to, but if I were to start listening to, what would it be? People still have hope. People who are like, oh, my God, I can't believe, you know, like Fox News. 
can you believe we got to stop this? The Democrat, like, I don't listen to stuff. Oh my God, the border's wide open. Yeah, I guess it is. And there's nothing I can do about it. Because the liberal white woman just, oh my God, it makes me popular to betray my country and let everyone in. More Democrat, please. Oh my God, more competition for me. <laughs> you you go you go get the immigrant sweetheart we're we're out of here so I, I don't listen to people like oh there's a problem i like did you see the people who did the dumb thing and now they're paying for it? i'm like yeah i enjoy drinking disney's tears it's very nice um <clears throat> So why red pill content creators? Oh, wait, what? Yeah, real five bucks. Uh, Neil McCoy. Why are red pill content creators so against escapes like watching sports and video games in the first place? Um, I think it's it's not with the sports, you don't participate. Now, to be perfectly honest, Neil, that's my opinion. If you enjoy sports, like it takes your mind off of the bullshit, fine. I mean, I can't judge you. Um, being a libertarian, I know some people will pay $8,000 for a painting that I think sucks. And some people will spend $1,000 to take their fa their family to, to watch a sports ball game. <clears throat> and you know what? Every member of the family loves it. It is not my place to judge because they, they was worth the thousand bucks. It was worth the $8,000 to them to get the, the ugly painting. I, I can't tell people what to like, but watching sports from an economic standpoint is the, well, it's not the biggest waste of time. I guess it doesn't hurt. I guess it's not doing heroin. I guess it's not as bad as getting married. I mean, there are a lot of worse things you can do than watch sports, but there's a lot of better things you could do. Like you could play a video game. Like I would say video games is better than sports because you're at least participating in the video. Now playing sports, <clears throat> that's a whole different ball of wax. You're getting exercise, you're having fun, you're building camaraderie. I, I mean, playing sports is one of the best things you can do. It's exercise, so that's good. Video games, you're still participating, maybe not getting exercise. But watching sports? And, and okay, watching sports, like you want to bond with your son, and you like whatever, you like the Green Bay Packers. Okay. But where your value in life gets in, then that's bad. Because you're just a dig I think and I think that's where most red pill content creators would would fall. Is is there anything wrong with watching the Minnesota Vikings lose yet another playoff season? Absolutely not. There's nothing wrong with it. When you throw the remote controller into the television because they missed yet another field goal, <clears throat> or did you see that that video of the idiot black kid who ruined the television because his team won? When you're such a worthless human being, and that's what these people are, is they have no value. That you get pissed off or jovial or happy. Oh, this happens in Europe all the time. The soccer hooligans, like when their team wins, they riot. When their team loses, they riot, get in fights. That's where it's bad. That, then your, your priorities are way off to the point it's damaging your life. Um. <clears throat> And yeah, your your value system is off when a group of people in one color jersey do better than the other group of people in a different color jersey putting a ball through a, a hoop or swinging a, a stick at a sphere 
or bouncing an orange sphere on a court, whatever. Um, I think that's where we're, they're against it. Uh, video games technically are, I mean, it is technically a waste. What I'm introducing, what's key and critical to this, and I'm like, okay, well, what else would, would society have them do? <clears throat> really, before you start criticizing these boys for playing video games and looking at porn, I'm like, okay, what would you rather have them do? If your answer is enslave themselves to us by working to pay taxes, I'd ask, wait, do they already pay? Do they already work and pay their own bills? They do. Well, then, no, you have no. They have decided the best use of their time is to play video games. And until you come with something better, why should they sacrifice their life and do what you want them to do? <clears throat> why, why doesn't society give them something that they want to do? Which I would argue is pretty girls and family, but you've taken that off the table, obviously. You could argue, well, we could get men to work again. Okay. Do you make it easy to get the trades? No, you have the unions in the way and all these other bullshit apparatuses. That, that do, you, do you make it easy to get jobs? No, you have Karens and HR saying master's degree preferred, bachelor's required. Do you make it fair for men in this particular case to go to the highest ranks they possibly can? No, we outright discriminate. You literally discriminate against men. You euphemistically call it affirmative action. No. Okay, fine. Yeah, that's affirmative action. That is discrimination. It is wrong. It is evil. It is not fair. And men should not participate in it. And you're shocked. Men are good. Well, where are they dropping out of college? <clears throat> so until you give them a reason to participate in society in some other way or fashion, why should they? There's no opportunity. What's in it for them? There's no opportunity cost. It, it's it. What it's very interesting is it's putting a responsibility on society to get what it wants out of men. Oh, you'd like men to do X. Well, what are you doing for men to get X? And you're like, oh, that drat. Those wascally men have agency and are still sentient human. Don't they know they should be our slaves and do what we tell them if we shame them? And in particular, because of the dichot dichotomic dichotomy nature of the sexes, there's two of us, sorry, generally speaking. <clears throat> What's the other sex going to do? Because men are programmed to like women more than women are programmed to like men. And men want sex probably more than anything else. Okay, well, what are women going to do for us? Don't you dare require women do something for men. Well, then we're not interested. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I draw the line kind of like at actual real porn of girls and then uh, digital or um, animu, anime. Uh, what's that? drawn porn for lack of a better word uh, the AI stuff which sometimes you can't tell which is an interesting topic unto itself I, I kind of draw the line there but god almighty the real world women are so fat and so un unfeminine, uh, unfeminine so repulsive the guys are jerking off the comic porn okay <laughs> You should stop playing video games. No, no, just no. Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> you need to grow up and man. No, no. Now I'm not reading from the Bible. I'm reading from Comic Porn Incorporated. 
<clears throat> so I, but it, you know, get it back. Yeah. I, that's why I think, I don't think most red pill guys, I'm sure could take in a good game. Oh, let's go to the bar and take in a game, get a couple beers, have a good time with your friends where you get pissed off and like you got season tickets. You secretly fantasize about the linebacker banging your wife. That's why I think everyone draws the line. Nonstop trade two bucks, but Cappy, you say sports ball bad, but VG is good. Video games is good. How? Yeah, I think I just, just explained it. You at least participate in the video games. And again, as I said, Dre, this all presupposes you have the rest of your life together. Like if you're living at home, playing video games, getting your stimmy check, and mom fetches you your chicken tendies and wipes your ass because dad wasn't around, and you have nothing but a bunch of stepbrothers and half-siblings, yeah, they, you got to get out of that. That's your fault. But if you're, you know, you're making your 70 grand a year as, ew, an electrician, grow. Oh, let's say you're Alex Patino. Oh, oh, driving truck. Oh, let's say Alex was single. I'm surprised his wife even wanted to go out with him, let alone have several kids with the guy. But let's say modernly Alex Patino was a single did he drive his truck? Did he deliver the thing? Did he make his money? Did he serve society? He did. And he got his $70,000. Did he pay his taxes on it? Alice could play video games the rest of his day if he wanted to. <clears throat> you want men to come out of their hovels? You want them to come out of their bachelor pads? Pay us. You want us to fuck you? Pay me. I do the job and I let me make this abundantly clear. I do the job and I get paid. Look, okay, society, you want men to get off their ass? Become better than the video games. Become better than the video games. <clears throat> Until you become better than the video games, they're not going to stop reading their comic books or their prawn. You girls want guys? Become better than the porn. Those are unrealistic expectations. Well, too bad. I'm sure they'd lower it for some real for some real poon. I mean, they're not expecting to get whatever Mia Khalifa. But if you if you at least put it on the table and you yourself are like a seven, I'm sure a guy jerking off to tens would would in the real world set it aside for a real girl who's a seven in the real world. But a seven, I mean, we're talking old school. Like you'd have to not be fat. Ah, oh, well then, he's going to play his video games. Eric, oh, five bucks. Ready to throw down on some Mortal Kombat 1 next month? Uh, Why is it coming out? I don't have a platform. All I got is, I just got a Switch now. That's all I got. That's all I got. Our future MD, five bucks. Legalize true prostitution if they want productivity to go on. That, the, the act of prostitution is productivity. Because there was actual economic production. It, sex work is real work. There's no doubt about it. None whatsoever. The man gave the woman money. She provided a service. No different than a massage or cleaning his house. She just cleaned his house. That's what he wanted. She was one of... That, that, should be, that should be... Of all the GDP that should be accounted, that should be there. All right? Kindergarten teachers preschool babysit no no that's not real gdp a guy getting laid guarantee you half the population yep that's real gdp that's real pleasure Ew, girl i know i know 
Oh my God. Boys will work for real V and take old bitty. Yeah, they will. That's why there was, did you notice? They still do. Married men make something like 45% more than unmarried men. At very at all ages in life, married men make about 40% more. They'll work harder. Because they they found some they found some that's worth working for. They don't, you know, you think a dad play well, I guess a lot of dads play video games, probably hopefully with their sons. But not as much as the single guy. I wonder if I wonder if there was something to motivate men that would make them work hard and participate in society more. <clears throat> I don't know what that is. You know what? You should blame all men for the patriarchy and impressing women some more in the meantime. I don't know why men aren't participating, but until we figure this Scooby-Doo mystery out, let's blame them for all women's problems. Why does this thing keep focusing in and out? God, this is, I'm going to switch back to the old one. I'm going to switch back. This is. Athmel Decky with five bucks. Can't shame me because I play video games. I work 70 hours a week. I get laid. I just better than 99% of the people I know. I go hiking, caving. F off. Ha. Yeah, exactly. How you you know how you get Atham to play less video games? You pay you'd hire him as a chemical engineer, which by the way, he graduated recently with his chemical engineering degree. So if you are looking for a chemical engineer, please contact me. Or contact Atham. But contact me. I got his email. <clears throat> Jangle Geek, two bucks, doubling down on um, my recommend you watch The Shield. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I might have to. I started watching Jack Reacher. God, that guy's huge. Not the Tom Cruise one, the television show. They got this monster they hired from North Dakota. This this jacked guy. Mark Magana, five bucks. A good game is $60 and provides hundreds of hours of entertainment, minus the cost of the video game is outstanding. Yes, if you get a good game, I think I put 50 hours into both those Assassin Creeds. I was well on my way to putting 80 on Hogwarts. Outstanding games. I you you don't even come close. You're like down to like a dollar an hour, a buck fifty an hour for entertainment. Um <clears throat> and I am debating like, okay, do I get another council? I don't know, do I? I mean, my, but I've bought like a bunch of used video games, admittedly, and they've all been shit. They've just been shit. Keon, two bucks. There'd be more violence without video. Oh God, there'd be a lot more violence, and there'd be a lot more, a lot more raisining without porn. I do believe they even proved that. Our future MD, two bucks. <clears throat> the real fun starts when no fault divorce ends. I right. <laughs> Oh my God! No, no. Why aren't men walking into the minefield? I don't know. Oh my goodness! Give me a second here. Abdu, we got Abdu. Abdu Rahman, Abdu Rahman, Mansoor, a hundred Singaporean dollars. Is that correct? Or no? Is that Hang on. No, that's Swedish, isn't it? Swedish kroners. Yeah, Swedish kroners. I'm sorry. 100 Swedish kroners. Hey, Cappy, do you think the unchecked, unlimited freedom of speech is inducive to society? Man, look at you. English Is English your, even your first language? Look at you using the 50 cent words over here. <clears throat> hey, Cappy, do you think unchecked, unlimited freedom of speech is inducive to societal flourishing, knowing that most people are dumb? 
Should it be a privilege, not a right? Okay, so <clears throat> let's answer these one question. You got several questions. Is it inducive to societal flourishing? Yes and no. If the freedom of speech, it's going to be on a bell distribution curve. You're going to have the boring shit said in the middle. Just boring, like Sweden. Like, oh my God, women are oppressed. Just right down the middle, boring ass shit. Nothing interesting. <clears throat> then it goes off to the to the the extremes, and and not necessarily bad or good. And there's going to be some radical revolutionary thoughts that are for the good. For example, let's go way back in the day. Um, in Europe, the printing press, for example. <clears throat> not that it allowed for the freedom of the press or the freedom of speech, but people were now allowed to read or have their own Bibles beforehand. Oh no, only the pastor or the priest could tell you to interpret the Bible and how to interpret it and apply it in your life, which resulted in a tyrannical theocracy, more or less. All right. So, and then also, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Adam Smith, who just spoke common sense. He, I don't want to say he invented capitalism, but he put it into words. Capitalism is a, a human nature default setting. Everyone's a capitalist. He made the argument how it would benefit uh, an entire nation through his book called The Wealth of the Nations. <clears throat> At the time, it was crazy, radical. Schopenhauer, um, the guy I don't like with the mustache who died of syphilis, the guy preceded him, the Greek philosophers. At the time, these were maybe not radical, but they were certainly not mainstream thoughts. And they allowed for us to have a lot of freedoms in society and the economic advancements we have today. But with the good comes the bad. You can't have freedom of speech. It's just skewed one way and it's only going to good. Then you're going to get dipshits. Oh, my God. I'm the most the most important thing about me is the traits I was born with. Oh, my God, other people, not me, have oppressed my great, 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 great ancestors or currently do today through things I'm not. Oh, my God, do you know that this thing called communism would work if I just write a 600-page book called Das Kapital and it, it obfuscates and skews? Uh, oh, my God, do you know that we should be able to diddle little kids and cut their genitalia because, you know, you're just not – it goes both ways. And you can't have one or the other. I would argue for the freedom of speech. Uh, in a couple ways. One, over time, it would advance. Society, nature is going to force you to inevitably adhere to reality, whether you want to adhere to it or not. And over time, uh, the, the, the emperor has no clothes facts. The radical but yet truthful <clears throat> freedom of speech will start to pay off and we can advance as a society. I mean, I mean, another one would be example of what was it, Galileo, where he says, I don't think the, the earth is the center of the universe. I think it's the sun or solar system. Well, without that, we wouldn't have had Newtonian physics and all this other stuff that came from it. So I think as time goes on, you 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 do want to have the freedom of speech. And then we start to realize, oh, yeah, feminism is bullshit. Communism doesn't work yet again. How many died this time? Seventy five million. Okay, don't worry. They'll try in another generation. <clears throat> but I, I would say slowly but surely. And then here's one just to think about anytime you want to limit a social freedom, how are you going to do that? That sounds like a pain in the ass. What kind of 
system do you think of all the millions and maybe even billions of dollars companies like Facebook and YouTube or Google spend censoring people? Now, they're private platforms and they can do what they want. Okay. But how are you going to stop the freedom of speech? And do, do you the 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 amount of resources the Stasi, East German Stasi had, the Soviet Union had, <clears throat> even the Nazis, uh, was it the Abwehr? Or they had their own kind of thought police. That just uh, and now it, it's it's worse. That's a way worse outcome than having a bunch of degenerates argue that little kids should be able to have sex. Uh, you know, which is probably the most extreme form of the wrong, just morally, ethically wrong, yet free speech. Um, I, I, you know, you got to choose your poison. Do I want to be thrown in jail because I said maybe women ought to suck a dick and they might be happier? Do I go to jail for that? You know, that's a pretty bad outcome. Or hey, the Earth is is not the center of the universe. I get killed for that. Or is it you have some obscure asshole that say, oh, yeah, we should be able to diddle kids. <clears throat> yeah, they don't. Yeah, let's treat them with drugs at the age of eight. And then society just op, uh, ostracizes those people. And like, that's fucked up. We have the freedom of speech to say that's fucked up. <clears throat> so I would say it's it is, but it's not without obviously having to tolerate a lot of stupid shit. Uh, knowing that most people are dumb. Should it be a privilege and not a right? Yeah, again, now it should be a right. It should be a right uh, because, one, I want the freedom of speech to say what's true. And then also there's the efficacy or the uh, how do you how do you govern and regulate the privilege? How do you grant someone uh, you have the right to speak? You, the resources alone is going to be 20 percent GDP. And who's going to determine who has the freedom of speech? And here's another thing. Let's say it's an interesting question. Let's say you want the freedom of speech to be a privilege. That means the government presumably <clears throat> extends that privilege. How does the how does the government determine who to grant the privilege of the freedom of speech to? That unto itself would be censorship. And with that power, I guarantee you. I guarantee you, if you ever come into a government or in a society that is run by a government where free speech is a privilege, the government will not allow actual free speech. So they might give you a license. I mean, literally, you'd have a license to free speech. <clears throat> if it got to that, the government make damn sure you're saying what it wants you to. And even that people with a license to free speech would not be able to utter free speech because they would say, this is really stupid. The government did. And then they, oh, what happened to Bob? What happened to Jonesy? I don't know. He was here the other day and he said everyone should have the freedom of free speech, but he had his free speech card and then he disappeared. Just how voting should be. Voting is voting is um, voting should come with taxes. You got to pay taxes to vote. It's a different that's a different thing. Rain Man, two bucks. Should all humans be deleted by Earth? deleted by earth well aren't we all going to kind of be once the sun comes here sun's going to go uh, the sun will go hyper giant which will burn us out if it doesn't even reach us out here for some reason we're still alive after that phase it's going to supernova and then we're definitely dead but i would like the humans not to be deleted by earth i would like to think that 
you know, we send out a terror, you know, some big massive hard drive, multiple satellites, we send them out somewhere around the universe so that people know we're here. We were here and the knowledge we gathered. But the the earth will, yeah, inevitably will we'll all get blown up or burned out rather. Uh, should all humans be deleted by the earth? I mean, not purposely, no. I don't believe in depopulation. Our future MD, two bucks kept. You do hypothetical question vids. If you pay me and it's legal, chances are I'll do it. And you said aliens. I'd... Yeah. I mean, now, if it's a dumb question and I got to pay myself, yeah, I'm going to charge you more. But I'll do it. Yeah. And that's how that that marriage case thing went off. One guy didn't. People kept telling, wanted to send me their 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 stories about their marriages and consequential divorces. They're like, here, don't do it. Fjord Denier Bear, ten Bulgarian things <clears throat> enjoyed ten percent taxes in Bulgaria. The picturesque city hills are perfect for short daily hikes. Enjoying immersive PC gaming at age thirty nine and saving fifty percent of my income for retirement. There you go. Are the Bulgarian women any nicer? I mean, are they aware that men like feminine women and not dudes with long hair who've got lip? The the amount of GDP we've lost in I've, I've coming up on three generations of men just being put in stasis or a coma because you don't you have factored absolutely nothing into what men want into your social policies. The amount you 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 wouldn't have these financial troubles. We wouldn't have a what thirty trillion dollar national debt. You wouldn't have it. Wow. But who gives a shit about half the population, right? right. All right, that's it. Uh, links to everything below. Thank you very much for all the donations, gentlemen. Gentlemen, we had one lady in here, one nice lady. Leslie was here. Uh, there you guys go. Probably be more on the lay later on tonight after I go hike and enjoy my life. And we'll see you guys later. Toodles.